0: In the gospel passage we just heard, our blessed Lord is clearly reminding us to ensure that forgiveness happens within our hearts. Of course, applying the two, that, that the one who, has, uh, who owes 10,000 talents uh, is forgiven them, which is a, an absurd amount of money. That's uh, really that as much as the man says, I'll pay it all back, uh, that's really a lie because he couldn't have paid it back. It was, it was just such a huge amount, really, when it comes down to it. And so he is forgiven, and then another one comes along, a fellow servant, and he has a, a much smaller amount—a uh, hundred denarii. You know, just uh, easily paid within a, a short amount of time, relatively speaking. And uh, he holds it against him, and rather demands uh, demands that he be paid back, forgetting the mercy that he had just shown. And the Lord, of course, encouraging us to forgive others as we ourselves have been forgiven. Less to be held against us. And in the end, we have to pay the cost. It was reflecting on that, the reality of, of the debts being paid to the king. Now, the king rightly deserves these things, and whether we can pay them or not is not really our, you know, our place, but it's his deserving, right? It is justice that he's received these things. They are his, And it's simply, you know, let it go long enough. The IOUs have stacked up high enough that he said, no, we are done. It's time to collect on our payments. And so he simply invites them to to come in and to settle their accounts, to settle up. Pay what you owe. Pay what you have, have received in return. And this is what our blessed Lord invites us, I think, also to reflect upon today is what exactly we have received from our Lord. Indeed, all of us have been given much. And as the Scriptures remind us, to whom much is given, much is demanded. We've been given life, earthly life, but also spiritual life, the ability to have eternal life. We've been given the sacrament so that when we will fall short in our sins, We can turn back to the Lord and receive his mercy and be restored to fullness of grace and allow his life to remain within us. He has given us a promise of salvation, opening to us the gates of heavenly joy. He has given us one another. He has given us family, community, friends. He has given us countless blessings all throughout the course of our lives many which we know and many which are totally unknown to us and which will be known only on the last day whenever we go to read the story of our lives in the book of life, we pray. The Lord has done much, and so much must be repaid to him. But we truly are the one who owes him the the 10,000 talents, the amount that, that can never really be paid. Because even if every last one of us came together and we offered our entire lives to the good Lord, gave Him every moment of our life in, in total consecration, did absolutely nothing that was contrary to His will, and lived entirely a virtuous life from the first to the last, it would still be not enough to repay the Lord for what He has done for us. It would still be lacking in what we can give to Him. And that is not what He desires. He doesn't want us to be lacking. He wants us to be satisfied by Him, to satisfy Him, rather, to be able to know that that we can offer a gift to Him that does, in fact, restore to Him what is rightly His, that that pays to Him what is just. But this gift is not something that we ourselves can muster or make. It is something we first must receive. It's the Eucharist. It's the precious blood of Jesus and the chalice every Mass. It's the Son of God, in short, that we are able to offer and to fulfill what, in fact, we owe to the Lord. And Mother Church reminds us this in every Mass that we celebrate in the traditional form. If you're reading along in the in the missals or in, in your missals, as the as the priest is is receiving communion, the priest receives communion, and then as he's purifying the you know purifying the paten and purifying the corporal to ensure that there are not even the smallest of crumbs that remain behind, he's praying a prayer. Quiver tribuam domine pro omnibus quae tribuit mihi salutem calicem salutaris acceptiam et nomen Domini invocabo. How can I repay the Lord for his goodness to me? The cup of salvation I will raise. I will call on the Lord's name. How can I repay him? I can't. There's nothing that I can do that can repay the Lord for my own strength, for my own house, for my own wares, for my own riches, in whatever sense I might perceive them. There is one thing that I can give, however, to make payment on my behalf. And is the Lord himself, is the Son of God, whom the Father has sent to us, he has given the gift of his Son to us, that we might be able to partake of him in the Holy Eucharist, to be initiated into him, incorporated into him, to become members of his body. And as members of his body, to take part in his life. And to receive that gift here, day after day in Holy Mass, and to return it to the Father, through Him, with Him, in Him. We offer the Lord, Christ Himself. We offer the Father, the Son, who is able to make the just payment on our behalf. We are not able to do it, but He can. And so how is it that can we we make fitting repayment for all the blessings given to us week after week after week for the sustenance that we have in our daily bread, for every breath that we are able to receive into our lungs? It is dignum et justum est for us. It is right and just for us to come week after week and to offer the Lord Himself, to offer the Lord His Son, to offer the Lord the bread of life and the chalice of salvation that are given to us. It's the only thing that we can offer, and it's the thing that we must offer. And how incredible that the Lord God has been so generous to us to do this for us. He could simply have kind of let us, you know, try the best that we can and know that He would never be satisfied. Were it not for Christ, who came down among us, took on our flesh, offered himself on the Holy Cross and raised himself from the dead, were it not for these things, all of our good works will be for naught. But they are not. Because we have him, whom we can return to the Father, lifting them up every single mass, the priest elevating the host and the chalice, both simultaneously for the faithful to adore, but also as an elevation to lift it up to the Father that the Father might be able to receive the sacrifice of the Son that we offer once more in union with Him and find everything that we do pleasing to Him, to make us pleasing to Him, to satisfy our debts which we ourselves must settle with Him. And so as we offer this Holy Mass, we give thanks to God for His abundant generosity in giving us these tremendous gifts and allowing us once more to come into the most holy of places in the entire world, a little foretaste of heaven right here where the angels and saints descend to be with us, or rather we are ascended to be with them in some mystical manner in this heavenly banquet. We pray the Lord would strengthen us by the Eucharist we offer and receive today, that it may be for our encouragement, for our consolation, that we may continue to offer frequently, daily even if we can, this wondrous gift which we can never have repaid of ourselves.